This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today, we are going to be talking about stuff that I'm going to, it's going to, I think it's safe to say it's going to blow my mind. And it's probably is yours too. It's a brand new thing. And we're going to talk, be talking a couple of experts about AI, which is artificial intelligence. It is in the news everywhere and it's being talked about a great deal. And we're going to be talking to them. But first, I have to talk to my friend, Eric. How are you, sir? <laughs> hey, Kevin, I'm doing well. Are you familiar with AI? Have you done much studying around it? I mean, it's in the news. Um, people are using it for a lot of different things, but uh, I haven't had the occasion or the interest <laughs> to use it yet. But, you know, of course, that may be uh, changing as I learn more about it from listening to today's show. Or maybe it'll scare me away from it altogether. Who knows? We'll find out. It's interesting. Exactly. And nevertheless. And exactly. Now, our weather has turned nice. Yeah, speaking now. of interesting. <laughs> yeah. What's happening with our weather this week? Oh, it's going to be a hot one. Sunny and warm the rest of this week. And it looks like uh, very warm this weekend. Oh, like I heard 90. Is that possible? It is possible. Well, very good. So uh, I want to make sure everybody's aware when it gets to be 90, make sure that your pets and your kids are not left in the car when you go into the grocery store for a quick hot minute because you don't know it, the, the temperatures can go up really fast. So please take care of your your family and your pets and stuff. And, and, and that's my public service announcement. Yeah, it looks like Sunday will be our peak Probably around 85, but uh, things can change. It's plenty hot enough. Yeah. Plenty <laughs> hot enough. So, uh, by the way, I, I, I want to welcome Mitch um, to the show because he is much more acquainted with this uh, this uh, particular uh, um, topic. ID topic. Thank you very <laughs> very English. It'd be my second language. Sorry. Um, so Eric, what, what's in, the in, first? I, I don't have. One. Oh, okay. Have Fair one. enough. <laughs> so I, I just, yeah. Anyway, so Mitch, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? How are you, Eric? Doing great. Good, good. Yes. He just came back from Vegas and he did not bet on red 32. Uh, had he done that, he would have paid for his whole trip. Vegas. <laughs> nope. But uh, <laughs> all right. Those big buildings are there for a reason because somebody bought them. Next time, Kevin, I'll bet just for you, I'll take a take a picture and video of it, let you know how it goes. It, it probably won't go well, but you know, you never know. That's my favorite number is red thirty-two. So in in any event, um, Mitch, we've got a couple of great uh, guests with us today, and it's we're going to be talking about the latest and greatest in AI and what's happening there. And um, um, the gal that I want to introduce first, well, we'll introduce both of them at the same time, but but uh, uh, Noli MacDonald, that is, it's a name that's very close to, to my to my heart. And Although we're, we're rival clans in Scotland, McDonald and MacDonald. <laughs> I know, I know, you're not allowed to, anyway. It's, <clears throat> 
my parents were always like, no, we're McDonald's. <laughs> it was, it was oh, a point geez. to be made. Funny, my we were always McDonald's. So then, <laughs> so, so the question is, do you wear a kilt? Um, only on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> A good weekend too they're yeah that's right and i don't know it might be, sounds kind of sweaty and, and Corey is also joining us and they together are uh innovative um well i'm not exactly sure what to call you guys because ai is so new um mitch what do you revolutionaries. think revolutionaries i think that's the word you're looking for no, revolutionaries <laughs> I like that. yeah i like that so Mitch, we're going to be talking about today something that is so new and it is changing so fast. You know, I'm a Star Trekky. Are you did you ever watch Star Trek? I did, yeah, yeah. A little bit. It wasn't really necessarily my go-to show, but yeah, I watched Star Trek. I thought, well, not the original. How about the next generation? I thought that the holodeck was going to be like the 23rd century, maybe. I'm finding out that that may not quite act be accurate. Um, so, no. So, so we're going to talk with Noli and Corey. Uh, so tell me, how far away are we from having a holodeck type experience? Well, okay. First of all, like we're not going to be beaming anyone up to transport them anywhere but uh from an immersive standpoint it will feel like you have been beamed up so it's kind of faking it to start but uh <laughs> so we're not quite there you're probably right with the actual <laughs> like traveling part of it but we are uh building out very uh cutting edge technology that really gives you an immersive experience uh to uh, and we're bringing an 8d sound which is bilateral stimulation mixed with the 4k graphics and it ideally will make you feel like you're really there so if anybody in the audience has ever been to a soaring over california or any of those soaring type rides imagine something like that but in your living room or your, well bedroom wherever yeah so we're trying to bring yeah. it uh, a little closer to home and I, hospitality healthcare is going to be a big one that we're targeting because I can like my dad passed away from cancer last year and he hated chemotherapy. So I wanted to, um, ideally tr try to break into that market to try to help people make something that is really awful, a little bit more bearable is my goal. So yeah, some going from like a, you know, a white hospital room to something that's, you know, more palatable when you're going through, you know, something that can cause such great suffering, like, you know, hey, I, I want to do my chemo, you know, in the rainforest. And so we'd be able to essentially create surroundings that would emulate a rainforest, including sounds, uh, 3D mapping visuals, stuff like that as well. Um, and so there's pieces of those technologies that exist. But what we're doing is we're piecing it together and we're using AI to make that um, to make that happen and make it happen in real time as well, too. So that's that's really where the cutting edge begins is what you can do and how quickly you can do that versus, oh, OK, you want to be in the jungle. All right. Well, let me go back and create some software to make this happen where we can use AI to, to really output things very quickly. Mitch, should I be scared? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be scared. I should think you should be excited. Uh, I'm excited. I'm like, I want to put my whole place in this thing. Like, come on, my whole condo. I'm like, let's make it 
<laughs> like, come on over, people. Let's have a party in space. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of fear with AI because, like, you know, people think of AI as artificial intelligence. And right now, we're not there. So, you know, we all think of, like, you know, the Skynet type thing and the doomsday scenarios. But we're not there with AI. We're not even anywhere close to AI being sentient. You guys remember IBM's Watson? That was like a flash in the pan that came in. It kind of did what ChatGBT did. They've kind of improved on it. But AI essentially is just machine learning. So we have to give AI the information for it to start um, being able to be programmed. So essentially, AI is just it, it's it's it. it it's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, it's a tool that can like can word vomit, but it can mimic what we do. But the brilliance of AI and, and the way that it's going is the benefits it can have on society. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, I mean, we could sit here for hours and hours and talking about the potential of life-changing things that AI can actually do. Um, I mean, just for example, in, in, in my everyday work life, like AI is making it um, a lot easier for um, RF traffic. So like radio frequencies, the way cell phone technology works, using AI can really help make an infrastructure um, a lot more efficient without having to add on to the infrastructure. So AI, it's going to touch everything we do in every aspect of life uh, in the coming future. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And I, I understand like a lot of people are scared. I do get that. And there's a lot of reason to be scared. Like if you think back when the internet first came out, like guess what happened? Like when anytime there's something new, there's going to be ways that people can abuse it, ways that criminals can find to uh, like voice cloning, for example, I've seen a lot of scamming coming out of that. Um, I think with fake news on social media, like that's a threat that we really need to be cognizant of. So there are a lot of serious things that we do need to be aware of. But I do think like, would anybody say like, oh, we shouldn't have gotten the internet because of that? Like, I don't think anybody would say that, right? So it's really just the next step in our evolution. And it's going to take, I, I, I don't like to call it a recession. I like to call it a recalibration. And we're all going to have to recalibrate to whatever this new world looks like with this. Do you guys suppose that in the dictionary in the not too distant future, word vomit will be in there? I hope so. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of what ChatGPT is, like ChatGPT does a really good job of mimicking how humans talk. So an example of ChatGBT is, you know, it has these giant data lakes of information um, that they pump into it, but essentially that information is us. So it's just using what we say to each other and it's thinking, you know, based on the next step. So I usually see this word followed by this word if these words are asked to me. And so when we talk about machine learning, that's really all it is. It's putting those together there, and it can be really convincing. There is something though that kind of came out of AI that nobody really expected, like side effects of AI, like language translation of languages that it was never trained on. Like mm -hmm. there are certain things that have miraculously kind of come out of AI that no one planned on, even the programmers that have evolved very quickly. So that is something legitimate. It's like, okay, well, it, it can learn from itself. And that's what we do know now, right? Is that it can learn from itself. And so if you compound that over time, I don't know where that's going to head us. And I think there's a lot of people that are scared about that. I'm not going to go Skynet on this, on this episode, but, um, but, you know, I think that the, the main thing I want to focus on is how can we use it for good? How can we help mankind? How can we detect diseases earlier than normally we would? How can we avoid uh, people taking medications that um, are maybe contradicting each other and causing a lot of problems? There's a lot of human error that can be avoided 
because of AI. And so. So, so Mitch, so far, I've learned two new phrases. One is word vomit and the other one is sky nut. I, I'm not... <laughs> Have you ever seen Terminator? You know about sky nut? <laughs> yeah, Terminator, sky Terminator. Skynet, that's what takes over. Uh, I, I apparently wasn't paying attention at, at that particular moment. <laughs> I just no, watched them all the other days. So. <laughs> you binged on Terminator? Yeah, every now and then I like to go back and watch them all in order. I do that with lots of different things. But I was like, man, I haven't watched these in a long time. And I liked Terminator. And I there was a newer one that I hadn't seen. Not as good as the classic ones, but went through and watched them all. And yeah, Sky Skynet. You, you, I've seen people post about it, too, with all the new AI thing. They're like, this isn't Skynet. <laughs> so, but it, it's kind of it's funny. It's, Except it kind of is. Well, you know, you, you have a lot of there. <laughs> it, it is. So you have a lot of people, you know, like like Musk and and Bill Gates that are that are saying, "Hey, we need to like slow our roll when it comes to AI." And what they're talking about is like how far we're advancing it. Because early on, if with you know introspective and retrospective, if we look back at the internet, there's a lot of things that we would probably do immediately when the internet started becoming a big thing that we you know it took us a decade to get onto. And so what they want to kind of prevent those past failures when it comes to AI and basically just have guardrails. And really it comes to the stuff that Noli was talking about when it comes to like, you know, scamming, like being able using AI to change videos and what a person is saying or how they look. Um, you could, you know, your, your Mima, we like to say, um, could get a phone call from you. That's not you. That's AI that's been trained to mimic your voice and you can say whatever you want and, you know, have your, your dear old Mima send you whatever you want. So there are things that you have to worry about. And I think it's important, you know, that we're aware of those things, but I think there's a lot of beautiful, exciting things more so that AI is going to produce than the negative effects. There's always going to be negative and we we always have to be cognizant of that. Um, but the potential, like I can't understate how transformative AI is going to be in the next decade. We're going to see a technological jump um, in the next uh, decade. We were kind of close to quantum computing with AI helping those problems. Um, we're literally months and not decades away from true quantum computing. And then, of course, you have to deal with that. But that's AI is assisting us. AI is accelerating a lot of our technology. Okay, we're not going to achieve that. intergalactic travel for my Trekkies out there without it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Mitch. Quantum, quantum, quantum um, computing. What is that? I, I'm not going to be able to give you a good definition on quantum <laughs> computing, but I, I think, you know, I'm following bits and pieces here. I'm not, I'm not a genius in this uh, in this category. I've I've been learning things through through time and. That's I'm excited to hear more about it, though. <laughs> so the, the easiest way to say it is so, you know, usually computers are binary. So zeros and ones, it's either a zero or a one with quantum computing. It can be both at the same time. I know it's kind of mind blowing, but what that allows for is it, it basically allows for processing power far beyond what you would normally see. So theoretically, you could have, you know, a machine the size of a phone that's going to be that would have more computing power in it than all of the computers in the state of California, um, just through the way that quantum computing works. Again, there hasn't been the breakthroughs that we want to see in quantum computing um, until recently. There's been some 
really crazy breakthroughs. And with those breakthroughs come the negatives as well. And that's people being able to bypass encryption keys, being able to um, to, to, uh, to get into infrastructure. Security really is a easy. real thing. Security, Security is, a real is, thing. is a real thing. So so right now, like, like the company that I'm for, they're already working on having protections to protect against quantum uh, decrypting um, because that's going to be coming in the future. And they're using AI to power a lot of these technologies. So really it's, it's AI versus AI. And a lot of these things, it's the good guys trying to stop the bad guys, just like it is now, you know, now with when we're dealing with cybersecurity, but AI can really help us along the way. Um, and, you know, it is important that we have guardrails, but I really want to talk about all the positive stuff with AI, like all, the, <laughs> all the cool stuff that's coming with AI. I know. Well, I, 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 mean, I, I wanted to ask you, um, because when earlier you were talking about being able to turn a hospital room into like a rainforest, how is that different than my little virtual reality machine that I have sitting over here? The, the main, it's not, but the main thing I've taken away is that a lot of people don't like to actually wear VR like glasses or goggles. Like a lot of people get dizzy with it. They just don't like to have something on their face. So, and also it's a very one person thing. And for a chemotherapy room, that might be fine. But what we envision in the future is this really being something that could bring people together and something that you don't have to rely on wearing something to be able to get that immersive experience. And so if, if when I want to go to cool things like this, like let's go to space or let's go to the jungle or let's go to Paris, like wherever, you know, my imagination takes me, I usually want to experience that with another person. It's like a part of a shared experience, shared experience, yeah. like whether it's with your kids as a family, whether it's a romantic date night, like whatever it may be, it's usually communal. And I think VR misses the boat when it comes comes to communal. And so that's what we're trying to do is to get more so that human connection. Bringing a whole yeah. new thing to long distance relationships. <laughs> well, <laughs> you could, you could sync it up. But like, so I have a PS, I've had the Quest Oculus. I have a PS, you know, VR2 that I use daily as well. So immersion is extremely important, but there's limitations. Like you said, like, you know, you, it's one headset for a person. You can kind of get the little, um, I call it the scuba mask effect to where you, you always know that you're kind of looking through a mask into this environment. Whereas being able to project these images on any environment that you're around um, really just changes the immersion. It also adds to a lot of other things you can do as far as, you know, your holodeck. That's that's what I always think about when I think of this technology is I think of we're going to create a holodeck. Like we're going to start down that path. And really, that's what it's like. You know, you want to go in, you want to say that you're on the beach in space or I want to be on a beach on Mars. Like we could use AI to create what that might look like, what that could be like. So not only are we able to get this immersion, but we're also able to individualize the immersion to really, I mean. It's unlocking it, your imagination. Exactly. Like if you have an imagination and you can think of something this technology could bring it to fruition. Yeah. You don't have to wait for a game developer to, you know, for two, three years to put out a game about this thing. You can say, Hey, I want to go here. And you know, the technology can, can do that for you because of AI. It can, it can, the turnaround time is incredible. So do you see a time in the near future where Mitch can be in Seattle and I can be in New York and we can, project ourselves into the same not physically but 
<laughs> visually project ourselves into the same space and have that's already capable. You can, yeah, you, you can, can do that now. Oh, you can do that now. There's a lot of bells and whistles you need. Like you would need to like now they can do it through water, through mist to create that holographic effect. You could do that. You could also project on a certain thing. So there's ways to do it now. And AI is going to help make that a lot more feasible um, for, for masses. And that I think is the main feasible, right? Like a lot of technology that we're talking about, it's been around for a really long time. It just hasn't been mainstream. Like AI is not new. Um, like machine what, learning isn't new. The it's Tupac just that, hologram was what, like $3 million they had to pay for that? For just remember when, when Tupac did the hologram yeah, concert? I, yeah, there was a Tupac concert. I remember that. Yeah. Like that was like a decade ago or longer. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this we're not talking about new things. It's just that it was only something that really the ultra rich could afford to do. And what we're talking about is bringing this to the masses. So it's something that that, you know, average person would be able to experience. <laughs> now you guys are scaring me again. Um, <laughs> can you guys picture a time when you can create your own world with with artificial people who don't really exist and have conversations with them and then never leave your room again? I actually saw an app just the other day where it was uh you can get a girlfriend like this is not our technology this is not what we're doing but this already exists like there's relationships that you can have with an ai girlfriend or a boyfriend she goes to a different high school and she lives in canada <laughs> do you do you do you have the website for, for that? <laughs> it's kind of like the movie her you see that it movie? Kind of is, yeah. Yeah. yeah develops a relationship with that and AI you throw in robotics in there with the ai and it's like oh <laughs> so so that's kind of what's what's crazy about ai is you know these sci-fi were fantasies to us you know a long time ago they're going to become a lot more practical and a lot cheaper because ai is allowing that ai is allowing that quick turnaround time there it's able to write the code that you need to make these things happen with minimal input so if you can give ai the right infrastructure um to create that stuff a lot of things are feasible now getting it to where it's you know past the uncanny valley which is that you know if you're watching a movie like say avatar where you have a hard time knowing okay what is cg and what's not cg and then sometimes you find out that what was cg wasn't cg and then what you didn't think was cg is cg so getting to that is going to start growing as well you can already see the production value of tv shows um low budget tv shows shooting through the roof because ai is able to really put out the the cg a lot quicker um you know than it would take you know jurassic park took four or five years to develop you can now make something very similar and you know a fraction of that time because ai is assisting with these tools Corey, why is it that I get the impression that if I were to, you and I were to be sitting at Starbucks having a cup of coffee, and I said, so, Corey, what exactly is it that you do? That's the last thing that I would understand for the rest of the conversation. <laughs> my day job is I'm actually an RF engineer. That's my day job. Um, uh, but, you know, I've been a nerd through and through since I was uh, younger. You know, I'm, I've been an avid gamer. Um, you know, I'm 43 now. I've been an avid gamer my entire life. Um, so immersion and being able to go to, you know, these fantastical worlds and having, you know, immersion and me wanting to be on a different planet or, you know, explore the ocean. These are all things that have resonated with me. And that's what kind of, you know, drove me to, you know, Noe's idea for this company and, and, and what clean, AI, uh, clean AI is going to do is 
that we're finally in a spot now where these things are going to become practical. And for me, I think the biggest thing that I'm hopeful for about AI is it's kind of like back in like the 90s, you know, if, if you wanted to get on the internet early on, you had to go to the library. The library was usually going to be your access to the internet. And you had, you know, eyes on you, what you're, you were doing. It was pretty limited. And then eventually it became, you know, everyone mainstream, mainstream. Same thing with AI. AI is there's there's bits and pieces that people can get to it. But for the real good AI and the real things, you know, this is the Disney worlds, um, you know, the Matterhorns of the worlds. The, um, Coca-Cola has been doing AI for yeah. uh, like years now. So they were one of the early adopters. There's a lot of companies that have been doing it for a while. It's just now we're going to start to see even uh, the layman user uh, using it to make their life easier. Uh, for example, like uh, <clears throat> with ChatGPT, when I was first uh, playing around with it, and this is something that any person that's tech savvy or not could go on to chat GPT now and do. I went on there and I took an inventory of everything that was in my fridge. And I asked chat GPT to write me a meal plan for the week uh, using the ingredients that I had. Mostly condiments. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes fun of me because I don't have a lot of food in my fridge. But... <laughs> But it, it actually really was, I, I started to think about the possibilities of people that have really finicky, um, like if you're vegan or you can't have dairy or whatever it is, and you could plug in, like I want, like chat GPT, this would be an example of a prompt you could plug in. I want you to act as a nutritionist and I want you to provide me with a seven day meal plan, three days a week, 1600 calories that avoids dairy and always includes it, like whatever the parameters are that you can think of that you want to meet and it will give you an output and so yes that's going to put a lot of nutritionists out of a job i realize that i realize that uh but it, it is what it is you can't put the genie back in the bottle at this point there's going to be a lot of us that will probably be out of a job but i i do want to evangelize the fact that the average person you don't have to be a, a tech guru to know how to use this you just need to be able to um, put in a prompt that's really specific so that it can give you quality output. And I think this plays into, you know, being a, a trekking myself as well, too. I think this is one of the things, you know, the, the, um, the idea of that utopia of, you know, we're allowing AI to do a lot of the work that people just don't want to do in general. You know, people are, are meant to be, you know, what makes us human is being artistic and being able to explore and and being able just to have a human experience. So AI is as many jobs as AI is going to take away and AI is going to be transformative to jobs. We're going to have to start looking at things like, you know, universal basic income. I know that's, you know, a, a negative thing for a lot of people, but that's going to be the reality of the situation as AI starts making a lot of these jobs obsolete which isn't always a bad thing. The bad thing is, you know, what do governments do to transition the population into a world where there doesn't need to be a job for everything? I mean, McDonald's just launched their first mm -hmm. fully automated McDonald's. There's not a single employee, not even a technician at their McDonald's or was it in Vegas, I think it was, um, fully automated. And this is, Taco Bell has one as well, where they only have two employees upstairs that just make sure everything's going okay. So this is the future is going this way unless there's laws that are going to be blocking all this stuff which i just don't see because of the trends uh how transformative this is these are topics that you know are going to have to start being discussed um because ai is going to make a lot of jobs including my own you know obsolete um and it's not going to happen tomorrow it might not happen in a few years but it is coming and it's going to happen in, in our lifetimes and you know sooner than a lot of us um would like to see coming 
Well, since you were all Trekkies here, um, in the 23rd century, which may happen faster than that, um, they didn't they didn't have jobs. They could pursue whatever their heart and whatever their passion was to do whatever they wanted to do. So if they wanted to go uh, be in Starfleet, you could do that. Or if you wanted to go paint, you could do that. And and so it gave you a measure of freedom. I hope that's where we go. I hope so too. I honestly think that it's all like who's got who's driving this train and who's who's making yeah. sure that we're heading in the right direction. I like well, we're going to have to leave politics to that and see how that plays out. But I do think that this gives us an opportunity to completely change how we provide purpose in our own lives because historically it has been driven by the work that we do. Like that's just the kind of spirit of capitalism right is what you do for work is what kind of drives your purpose yeah. and that will no longer be the case it will be something much deeper and i think that that could actually be a good thing if you look at it from the right lens but we still need a replicator in order to make all that work <laughs> <laughs> we still need the food replicator that i can say hey give me this you know for this to work so there's still a lot that is coming but you know if you talk to futurists and you listen to people like michio kaku and, and things like that like this is what is it, this is the direction that we're going now of course can things change can there be catastrophes that change of course but if we stay the course and we're being smart about ai and we're being smart about our choices that we have with ai and we're being smart about how we are um using ai in in a society i think th the sky is a limit but again i mean we all know you know we can wish in one hand and things get and, peopled yeah. things get peopled things get peopled exactly <laughs> anytime so, you get anytime you get people involved there's problems hold on just a second guys by the way if you want to go find out more about what they're doing go to clean-ai.net and they've got a bunch of stuff on there that I, that I don't understand, but that's just me. Mitch, uh, it's time for break. Would you like to take us to our break, sir? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, He's, like, overwhelmed. <laughs> I, I, I tend to do... First of all, I apologize, because I tend to do that just to, just to see what you is... you got to give me a warning, Kevin. I, I know, I'm not... I No, that would not be accurate. That would... So, I'll tell you what. I'll do it this time and you do it next time. How's All right. That? Perfect. That works for me. Okay. All right. By the way, we're you're listening to Positive Talk Radio, and we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes, and I hope you'll stay with us. We're talking with Noli and Corey and Mitch, and we're talking about AI. It's scary. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. 
Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and yes, I'm scared. No, I'm not kidding. Um, but but mitch you grew up with this stuff i mean when i grew up vinyl records were new they had been and and noli's sitting there laughing sorry (laughs) and and you but you grew up with computers and all this stuff does does this make a lot of sense to you yeah i mean it does make a lot of sense you know i think we talked about it first half of the show i mean we we watched a lot of movies sci-fi and things like that that we saw um you know even in old old movies about the internet or you know like we were talking about or just different things that and we kind of were blown away we thought like that wasn't ever possible and as time's gone on um those things have become possible and it's it's pretty exciting i like to see um thing you know adapt um just everything in general i guess and it's really exciting i mean this is this is a whole new, um, it's a pretty robust um, new age thing that's going on right now. So and it's really exciting. I think you can either embrace it or try to resist it. But um, I think resistance is futile. So it's 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 best I, to just kind of. started writing a modern day kind of Terminator novel where like with ChatGPT, where like <laughs> half the world was like against AI and they like refused it and then the other half embraced it and the ones that refused it they're like homeless <laughs> <laughs> well that's i mean dark. That's, quick. that's dark i know well you know it's an end of the world I yeah. <laughs> well people resist what they don't understand and yeah. you know and that's where we have you know the two of you and other people i think that once people start to understand and see all the different types of benefits and cool things that can be done with it to excel um just society everything all in general that 
it'll be something that'll become more and more adapted. Kind of like, you know, when the internet first came out, people like, whoa, this is crazy. And now you can't get people off of it, you know, once they finally fully understand it and how long it's going to take for people to understand it, I guess is kind of up to, uh, up to them a little bit, but it's definitely exciting for sure. Well, isn't it true also that the, the AI can be used for good, like, like, uh, healthcare in that, um, to do the number of computations that it might take in order to, as an example, cure cancer, it may it, now it may take 10 years to come up with what AI can come up with in a day or a couple hours. So we may be on the cusp of getting rid of diseases. We know it if it's used in the appropriate way. Is that, is that, am I, am I, they just had a huge breakthrough uh, in in uh, in cancer. So I don't remember the exact cancer they were going off of, but basically, you know, they were looking at these different therapies for this cancer and what would work. And they they brought AI into it, and AI found a brand new treatment um, that they think is going to work. Now, of course, it has to go through you know the trials and all that stuff. But AI was able to do in essentially about a month what researchers have been trying to do for the last five or six years. Um, and again, it's, it's just because of that, that computation thing, AI can take the knowledge of everything that you can throw at it versus the knowledge of just one person. Um, and so, and even when we talk about, you know, adaptation rates, AI can help with that. AI can find out ways to make it easier for people to adapt to the new, um, technology. Um, so you don't have, you know, your boss who's, who's still refusing to use email, you know, 30 years after it was invented. So AI is just going to be in, in incredibly transformative, but that's really where I have the most hope is when it comes to longevity, um, you know, curing cancer, being able to make, um, you know, disease a thing of the past, you know, it's AI. Really Environmental issues too. 100%. Like a lot of the things that we struggle with for complex problems in the world that we have not been able to come to some sort of a solution, AI is probably going to expedite that process much quicker. And we'll be, we're going to be able to push out solutions sooner than later um, that will solve, solve a lot of our world's problems. So I, I like to focus on the good. I know that if there is bad and I get that, but I, I think it's important that we try to use it for good and that we don't focus just on the bad because like human nature, that's what we do. We focus on the bad of doom and gloom and all of that. But the more that we can try to see the good and how we can use it, the more that we can try to direct it that way. Cause we're only as good as the way that we can direct it. You know what, uh, Mitch, what's scary to me is that, uh, you now can, and I saw this just the other day, um, an interview with Donald Trump and an interviewee and all of it was fake and mm -hmm. neither of them were even in the room or in, and I'm worried that if we're not very careful, that that can that can uh, pollute our oh, politics. It like I I actually emailed Kamala Harris like three weeks ago like on this exact she never wrote back but <laughs> but I was like no that fake news is a really serious issue for not just a, the United States this is a world problem because imagine we're already so heavily influenced by social media I don't think anyone will debate that. But you throw in fake news where you have a world leader like Trump or Kim Jong-un or whoever making a statement that people believe and it spreads, it could have ripple effects that have real consequences in the world. And it was never, it, even with, um, you think 
political races. Like we we're, we're on the verge of a new political like next year, right? Like we got this political arena coming up. Imagine if you have fake news coming out about the other person, like things they never did, like scandalous type things that could come out that they never did. You know, th this is possible now. And that's the part that's scary. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, I was in the military and a friend of mine who's, who, who still does um, contractor work in the military says, this is really the new arms races is, is AI. AI is really in, in both, you know, resource management, you know, innovation, but also when it comes to these type of things, being able to prevent, you know, social engineering, these type of things. Um, so AI, it, it's it's here to stay. Um, there's going to be the bad with it, um, but there's a lot of good stuff, like what it can do with the audio and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just before I, I go on to the audio stuff, I do want to say just as a personal thing, I think we should put legislature in place that forces any content creators. And this is, I think, something that nations should come together. It should be, like I said, it's a world problem. It's not a United States problem. But I think we should have legislature that says when something is synthetic versus not synthetic. Um, like whether we need to put a watermark and Google actually just did this this morning, any future imagery that is created out of Google IO, the, the new one that just launched this morning, they are going to be putting a watermark uh, moving forward. So that is something that's new that just came out this morning. So just FYI, we're, we're headed in that direction with the forced watermark, but we need to make sure that, you know, it's across the board so that people know real from fake, but yeah. And it's a digital watermark as well, too. So you can't just go in with, you know, Photoshop and remove it. It also has a digital uh, a footprint as well, because you have to protect artists, things like that. You know, and that's another big thing about AI is, you know, where is the line for that? Mm -hmm. um, so that so we're really trying to be very ethical about how we're using AI with the company as well, too. Um, but that brings us kind of to the 8D sound, which is mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is really cool when we're talking about immersion, the holodeck experience is sound and how important sound is in that um, and what AI can do to trans transform sound in general to sound way more um, immersive immersive in this space as well. Yeah. I, have you heard of 8D sound, like either of you? No, but before we go there, I, 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 on, I have to fight on behalf of my audience and me because what in the hell is a watermark? Oh, it's like a... Um... In, in, there, like the little TikTok. Where yeah, like that would be a oh, that that would oh it lost my arm. <laughs> I'm going into the abyss, guys. <laughs> but it's it's basically an overlaid graphic that will say where it came from. Like Getty Images, you see like some images that say Getty Images. That's a watermark saying, "Hey, this is an owned image from Getty Images." It just lets you know where the content is from. It, it the idea is, is to um is to keep up copyright to prevent you know, theft, things like that. Um, and now, you know, when we have this where AI can just clone, you know, a Biggie Small song and someone can just be like, oh, here this is, you know, it's important to have that. So when it comes to art, visuals, what she was saying about, you know, misinformation, when you have digital wa watermarks on these things, if you're using an AI tool to create this, it really makes it a lot easier for people to be able to understand what's real and what's not. Miss, that makes sense to you? It does. I know what a watermark is. So that was really all for you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. The thank, more thank, you know. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for standing right there with me. You. It was great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back, Kevin. It's okay. I appreciate it. So, but let's let's you now you were going to mention music and and uh, and audio. Explain what you were talking about there. 
Yeah, like so 8D audio is something that's actually been around a while, but it's being used and there's been studies that have come out of like psychology today and a lot of different resources that show that uh, it has really great therapeutic benefits. I actually learned about it from my own therapist. That's how I was introduced to it. And so it helps with ADHD, helps with PTSD. So and anyone that ha that struggles with uh, anxiety, like depression. anxiety, depression, trauma, that sort of thing. What 8D sound does in a, in a nutshell, people that have endured trauma of any kind, they typically are kind of stuck in a fight or flight response, whether they want to be or not. And the brain is just there. And I also have ADHD. So it, it's like a ping pong ball, right? Like I can't calm my brain down. And so meditation has always been difficult for someone like me because I can't ground myself. And what AD sound allows someone to do, it confuses it, it. It basically plugs in sound that goes back and forth between the left and the right sides of the brain to confuse and take you out of that fight or flight response and grounds you. So it almost instantaneously puts you in a meditative type state. So for people like me, it's very um, helpful. And so when I discovered it, it was honestly a game changer. I'm a survivor of abuse. It is what it is. Like and but but it worked and so here i am and so <laughs> you know i think that that's the thing is i want to i think that's what's gui guiding this whole thing is i want to help people and i want i think there's always a way to the other side and i want to try to incorporate this type of technology into this immersive experience so that's why with clean ai uh, we already have the cool visuals right we got the 4k immersive experience with the visuals but Let's bring in some sound, like with the chemotherapy rooms, acupuncture rooms, like anything in the healthcare. I could see how somebody's in a fight or flight response when they're really stressed out in that environment, right? Like this will just instantly create a calming sensation. Interesting, Matt or Mitch, what do you think? <laughs> no, I think that I think that's awesome. I think it's great. I mean, it, it kind of similar like there's people, you know, like they have that calm app. There's different applications and stuff like that. I think that's just that, you know, some of them are geared towards, you know, helping people sleep. I like hearing this where it's, where it's geared towards helping people. Yeah. With PTSD, ADHD, I'm definitely going to say one of those people as well. Um, and, you know, having something or having the ability to have something like that, that's <clears throat> can ground you is big, you know, uh, whether it's stress, anxiety, all those different things. Um, it's it's pretty exciting. So. I'm, I'm happy to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I did want to ask both of you a question that is a little off, but uh, I, I got to ask it anyway because somebody in my audience is interested in it. And that is, you've heard of the concept of uh, we're energetic beings in a physical body? Absolutely. Raise your frequency. How is this, how is AI, how is that going to change our energetic side are you know our so ability a lot of the sound, actually yeah like so a lot of the sounds i've been creating with 8d sound i deliberately try to bring in higher frequency pitches that are known to resonate at a higher frequency so for those that are on the call that are not familiar with frequencies like the, every emotion and this is scientifically proven by the way every emotion has a frequency to it right so it's like happy depression, what, like there's, there's a range of emotions, right? And they all omit a different frequency. If you're spiritual, you believe this at least. And you can raise your frequency simply by bringing in higher frequency sounds. And so I have deliberately kind of plugged in those to kind of manifest those higher frequencies 
uh, for people that are in a lower state of vibration. As so, you raise those frequencies, just real quick, I just have yeah. to ask this one. As you raise your frequency, is it then possible for a human being to increase their ability to do things like psychic readings and and mediumship and talking to the other side transcendence <laughs> yeah doing, i mean doing- <laughs> this is where you can go a little like you're gonna either be spiritual or you're not i honestly believe yes like i really do but i'm a spiritual person and i kind of connect in that way so i do think it actually does connect you to something bigger than ourselves and i think it connects you with what it we all have a voice inside of our heads, whether you call it intuition or whatever you want to call it, right? Like it, you, you usually know when you're doing shady shit or you're, oh, sorry, didn't mean to swear. <laughs> you usually know good from bad, right? But, you know, we don't necessarily always listen to it. There's that that voice inside of our heads. And I think when you have a higher vibration, it kind of connects you more to that intuitive side of yourself. Yeah. And I think what AI can, so essentially what AI can do, like bringing this into the scientific realm. um, So what AI can really do with this is it can take this feedback. It can can look at, you know, your heart rate. There's things that it can look at from like your Apple watch to, to take in some of the health things that you're doing, took in this, take in the sound that you're listening to. And AI can see what is actually changing what you're doing. And that's just going to get better and better and better at what it's doing. So AI is going to be able to help us progress. And especially when it comes to our understanding of our own human brains, you know, there's a lot that we don't understand about our brains. Like we, there's, there's so much that we don't understand when it comes to, you know, what dream, we don't even know what dreams actually are. Like there's debate still amongst what that is. So there's all this stuff that AI is going to actually help us advance. The same thing, like we're, we're figuring out better cancer treatments. It's going to do the same thing with us being able to map the brain and map the neurons of what does what um, and all this, and then get into things like Neuralink and stuff like that. And I think that's really where the transcendence is going to come is, humans eventually merging with AI in some type of, of, um, that's what Elon Musk is trying to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, so the easiest answer for a lot of this is AI is going to accelerate just about everything, whatever a human being can, can think about, um, and process through the information AI is going to be able to do that at an accelerated rate. And so it's still only going to be as good as the information that we're giving it to a point, but there is going to come a point to where AI is going to surpass even us and what our ideas are. Um, Just looking when it comes to resource management, you know, we think that we have it figured out about, you know, how much we need of of gas to make work or or what do we have to make sure that this certain region has the right amount of food. The UN is already using AI to understand um, what agriculture looks like nationwide. With the war in Ukraine, they used AI to figure out like, okay, what does, you know, the impact to the grain that they give to most of the Middle East, what is that going to do? How can we figure out how to kind of allocate that? So AI is, it's going to transform and accelerate everything, including, you know, some of the, the metaphysical stuff that, that we're seeing as well. Okay, Mitch, I'm not scared anymore because if, if, if you can take, if you can use AI to raise the vibration of every human being on the planet into a positive zone rather than a negative zone, you will eliminate a lot of the negativity, hate, division, and fear that is out there because everybody will be operating at a higher level. Does that make sense to you, young man? I mean, it sounds like a really good thing for positive talk radio, if you ask it me. It does. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't be here anymore. You, you'll be having your, your beard will be gray. And st- no, it won't be. This could, I mean, this could happen relatively quickly, can't it? 
Yeah, yeah that's what I it mean, sounds like. Neuralink is um, a, a technology, it's like a microchip that Elon Musk is working on that is an implanted microchip. And it, I can envision the world of AI and that coming together to ultimately boost everyone's consciousness. Like I can, I can see that's where it's probably headed. Cybernetics, yeah. I, I and this is me just kind of connecting the dots of all of these different technologies that are around right now, but they haven't <clears> been <throat> merged together. But I can see how this could come together in that kind of utopian type way. Um, it, whether it plays out like that, I don't know. Uh, but I think that I, I do believe that the intentions are at least good. Um, that that that's what we're trying to do. And, and a lot of people would be scared that if you put an implant or in into you, you lose your ability to think free, to think for yourself, think freely, and it takes away your free choice. And right. that would, that would be their their yeah. counter argument to being able to do that. And that's really is science fiction when you get down to it. Um, Mitch, I've had a fun time today. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been great. I, I've, I'm not, was not familiar with, you know, the 8D or the sound, the, all the, a number of these different things. Um, you know, you hear AI and it can be a lot of things, um, good and bad. And, you know, mostly like it's, you know, the, everything we're talking about is to the, the benefits of the good and what you can do with it. And I think that there's a lot of people, I mean, I, I don't think, I know that there's a lot of people out there that, think of AI and they think of it in a one dimension or a one, you know, one channel, whatever way, but it, there's so many different avenues that it can go that can be beneficial, whether it's healthcare, whether it's, you know, yeah, it's just people's overall, um, you know, just their feelings. We talked about the frequency. Um, I feel like the possibilities are endless and, uh, and you can either be excited about it or not, but to me, it's super exciting just to hear about all these different things that Nolan and Corey have been sharing. And I just, now my, my right now our brain's just thinking about what else can we do? You know, and so, <laughs> just, and so that's, it's exciting. I, I mean, yeah. And, mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> and it's, it's nice to see, you know, time, you know, is big thing. People talk about, you know, time is money or just time in general. Like we don't, you know, it's not endless. Right. And so to be able to take, the things that you're talking about and stuff that would take people, you know, years, five, six, seven years and be able to accomplish something like that in a month. Um, you That's a huge increase in being able to produce certain things that are positive for us. It's not like something where we can talk about now and it's like, yeah, that's going to be in 10 years from now. It's like, no, it's going to be in a month or two from now. And I think it, people are getting whiplash right now. We're not like, yeah. we're, most people don't really embrace change. We like comfort zone. Like what, what we know is what we know sure. and I want to stay here. Right. And when you have accelerated change, like what we're seeing now, which this is really accelerated. So even me, like I'm keeping on top of it and I have whiplash. So I can't even imagine how the average person feels. Speaking of accelerating, we've got one minute left in the program. So oh. I would like you two to tell us anything you'd like us to know in the, in the next uh, 45 seconds or so. 
I would love to have everyone follow us on TikTok. We are pushing out 8D sounds with immersive experiences as we speak. There, We will be going to market with our full product at some point, but it is under development right now. So TVD on that date. But if you want to learn more, go to clean-ai.net for the website. And I like, go ahead and lean over. And there's our TikTok handle. It's nerdle underscore ninja. Nerdle ninja over there. Nerd for short. That's what he goes by. That's our mascot. <laughs> and one last spooky thing is everyone is using AI now. Siri is AI. Everyone uses AI in their everyday life and, and they don't even know it. So that's something that some of your viewers can kind of let sink in is what do I use every day that is AI actually? It's more than you think. Absolutely. Mitch, it's your job to take us out, young man. I will take us out. To all you beautiful people out there, you are listening to Positive Talk Radio here on KKNW 1150. And remember, be kind to one another because one another is all we've got. <laughs>